Ooh, welcome. Step right in. Take a look around. I promise that no matter who you are, we've got something here for you. Think of any creature, any companion, any friend. We've got it. It's our business to provide to you our value customer. Anything that you could possibly think of. Anything at all. So, think real hard. Because we've got all that and more here at Zack and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. No, no, Douglas. I'm fine. Uh, no, I've got enough paperwork. I'm a little surprised they're not here yet. I mean, I, they, I know they don't know I'm going to be here, but I figured... Never mind. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. So, that, so then my wife said to me, Griffin, she yeah. said, yeah. those pants look not super great on you. Ah, good that's, that's not the nicest thing she could have said. But I'm you like, know what? It, she was right. They didn't look great, super right. great. And, and hey, like, gentlemen. Could... Mr. Oh. She. It's hey, been so long. Hey, hey boss. How you, how you doing? <laughs> We're doing hey. well. Doing Good. well. Been been pretty busy. Hey, Think- what, uh, what are you doing? Didn't here? know you had a key to the booth. No. Oh, no, Douglas uh, let me in. Douglas, Douglas. Let you in. Yeah. yeah. Hey, hey Doug. Douglas. Hey, man. You're um. We're gonna move up your quarterly review, okay? Yeah, it's after this. It's after this. Well, that's Thank probably you. a good idea. Well, in the meantime, why don't you just um pack up your desk for um. Security reasons. Mm-hmm. Oh no, that's a really good idea. That way, just in case you have to do something, everybody you know packs up. It's a really good like cleaning opportunity too. I like to keep things nice and tidy, especially around here. Mm-hmm. 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 Thank hey, you, hey, hey, Chase. Hi, Mister G. What you doing here? Well, I figured, you know, what with, uh, you know, things uh, kind of hitting a really nice button, you know, across network wide, network oh, company wide. Yeah. 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 Um, I figured it'd be a good time for me to stop on in. You know, the, I know this quarter was probably a pretty big one for you all. Uh, we had a uh, yeah. um, a massive quarter. monster update uh, recently, what with uh, everybody's favorite action RPG, Elden Ring, uh, coming out recently. Yes. Yeah. And I figured, I knew you guys would be really on top of all of that. Uh, you know, we got to, you know, what I'm always saying during your quarterly reviews, we got to be writing that SEO, making sure that uh, everything is lining up just as it needs to. So I wanted to make sure uh, that our stocks were still good. You know, they're probably going to be dropping some DLC at some point. Yeah, know, it's, yeah, sure. it's yeah. dipped a little bit. We're running a little late to the party if we don't have stuff. But it's, I want to see pro- what hey. we've got, what we've got in stock. Yeah, I pro- I, I promise you, it was on. It, it's on the list, right? Right, it's yep, been it on the is list. On yeah, on the calendar, right here. Right, it. You just wrote. You just wrote it down. I just. It's. Uh, it's uh, my. The actual calendar is at my desk, but this is an okay. exact photocopy that I just drew. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow, impressive. Thank you. Genuinely. Um, I um, I gotta I gotta admit something. What's that? I haven't played Elden Ring. Oh. Mm. So I know nothing. I know nothing at all. You know nothing. Okay. Well, then it's a good thing our boss is here. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. I am Griffin. I am Zach. I am Mr. G. <laughs> 
our our boss is here for another surprise inspection. Yeah, we were ex- we knew this was coming. We knew this was coming. I mean, my last visit was north oh, of what? three, <laughs> like maybe four years ago. Honestly, it's I've been while. slacking, and that's on me. Yeah, it's we've a moved bit. a lot. I feel you like have. every time we, it's like you know, we moved to Bemidji or uh, we moved to Bering Bro, mm-hmm. and like you went, ended up going to the Bemidji location, and then we yeah. moved to Guadalajara. Guadalajara. Oh, no, sorry, it was the B-Try, and then it was Guadalajara. No, wait, B-Try, then Bering Bro, then Bering Bro, then Guadalajara. See, even we get it confused, Mister G. Yeah, so, you know, there's a lot going on, and I get it. There's there's yeah. so much to manage, and really, where exactly do you do you 100% exist to begin that, with see exactly really see, I'm hard glad, to say yeah, I'm glad you un- I'm glad you understand um do you want to go uh, dive dive into the to the episode Absolutely. yeah we're doing we're doing an Elden Ring one Zach knows nothing about this I have never been a Dark Souls boy Bra- I don't, Bra- brave tarnished <laughs> I, tell me where where's your maiden I know I I don't praise the sun. Are you made? Oh, you have the look of a maidenless sort, don't you? <laughs> is that a, is that a, a, an NPC of sorts? Tarnished. It, it's a thing. I know a. Do little you have bit. what it takes to brave the dangers of the lands between Tarnished? Probably not. I know a little <laughs> bit, and that is from the Critical Role Elden Ring one shot, and mm. that's it. It's nice. the only only thing I know. There's significantly less horse stacking in the real game. Yes. <laughs> It's fair, uh, <laughs> but uh, so I'm. So, please take the reins, literally and figuratively, mm-hmm. um, and uh, we'll see if I can even guess anything that's right. happening. So I think the first place to start, genuinely, is for us to take a quick look back yes. at one of my favorite, not only Elden Ring creatures, but souls <sighs> a- across the Soulsiverse. Fuck these um, things. <laughs> uh, the Basilisk. The, but this ain't your daddy's basilisk. It's not your father's basilisk. No, no. Zach, would you like to open the page entitled Basilisk? Well, am I guessing what it looks like? Am I doing a uh, a proto uh, pet shop and trying to guess the, the the physical aesthetic real quick? I think that might be a fun bit. Oh, well, yeah. We, we, we describe what this creature's all about, and you tell us what you think it looks like? Well, just based off of Basilisk, my, my, my interpretation of what I think it will be, okay. and then we actually figure out what it is. Like, I take a look at it after I've described it. All right, I love that. It. Yeah. All right, so... Basilisk, you know, as uh, obviously there's like the Harry Potter version. It's just a big snack. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's like the Forgotten Realms one, as we know, as, as the B boy Basilisk. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of chonkier, lots of legs. All of them, of course, got that that the the whole eye thing. So I'm assuming something semi reptilian. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's got some creepy glowing eyes or something. And yeah, I would assume generically serpentine. Okay. 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 Not, okay. You've hit some off. elements. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So we're gonna take a look now. Yeah. Yeah. Take crack a look. that bad boy open. Ah. <laughs> so you were right in it being reptilian, but it's more. Why eyes so big? Um, well, here's the fun part, Zach. Those aren't even its real eyes. No. Click. Make no. it. Make the picture bigger. I'm looking. I'm. I'm looking see, at it. It's look near the corners of the mouth. There's two little tiny eyes right there. Uh, yeah. I don't like that. The two big eyes that it has on the top of its head are fake. They are meant to ward off predators. Okay, so what we're looking at here, folks, 
It it looks like some Guillermo del Toro thought up, <laughs> um, portrayed by Doug Jones looking motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a Doug Jones ass frog. <laughs> that's a Doug Jones ass frog. Yeah, it's very frog like. Like it looks like it, it's just a person on all fours. They's only got three fingers. Mm-hmm. And, like, they're kind of webbed, but not really. Like, there's just loose skin. Like, it's not like a webbed, <laughs> like, finger. It's just, like, got loose skin there. And then it's, like, on, like, the... Like, like he's got some eyeball Mickey Mouse ear looking fuck. That's things. the only way to describe it. Like, yeah. on the on the top of his head, it's just these two really big, big eyes with very loose eyelids. Mm-hmm. Can we talk about how loose these things look? <laughs> got some Steve Buscemi looking eyes on mm-hmm. here. Not um, not featured is the throat sack. Correct. Uh, yeah, you can kind of see it, uh, but yeah, it's got just like a cone shaped head yeah. with a uh, that splits in half with my mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's two little eyes. It's and like he, a it's like a protruding beak. Yeah. If you scroll down on the page towards the bottom, there is another picture where you can see the 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 the, the throat flaps a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, God. This thing, um, so unlike basilisks that we are more familiar with, where they look at you mm-hmm. and you are petrified. Yeah. This one, if it breathes its terrible breath on you, you are petrified. Mm-hmm. So this thing will rear back and just expel curse-ridden breath onto you. Um, In the original Dark Souls, it would, in addition to turning you to stone, which it still does, um, in the original Dark Souls, it would also give you a curse that was incredibly expensive to remove and also, like most of the original Dark Souls, entirely Byzantine. So you pretty much had to look at a guide to figure out how to get rid of it to find yep. the cursed stones. Um, and didn't it like cut your max HP in half or something? Yep. It like... did the did the fucking demon souls thing. It wasn't in half. I think it was like it started out as a third, but it could stack. But it, yeah, it was to the point where you had it did the D and D thing of it reduces your maximum HP down to mm-hmm. one. Yep. Um, it was a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. To the point where there is actually a fairly easy way to never encounter these in Dark Souls 1. Mm-hmm. And you were usually behooved to do exactly that because it was trivial to do so. You encounter them once, you deal with that section of the game one time, and then you never touch it again. This says that unlike most enemies, they don't deal either physical type or elemental type damage. They, however, create clouds that build up instant death meter? Yeah. Yep. That's a thing? So, Zach, yep. imagine, if you will, that you have um, a a cup. And okay. that cup is full, is slowly being filled with water okay. whenever a basilisk breathes on you. Okay. And then, when the cup overflows, you die instantly. That just seems like a different health meter, though. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> like, like it's the instant death meter, but like in the feeling of it's not instant. <laughs> so it just feels like, yeah, you've got your main health, but when you get a different type of damage, this is your health yeah, meter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, now, these things in the game are 100% about, like, distance and enemy management. Mm-hmm. 
Like it is because they only show up like a couple of times, I think, in, you know, the 80 some hours I've embarrassedly put into that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they're always in like tight, narrow corridors. Yep. They're, they're in... always they're always more hiding in a little wall mm-hmm. alcove somewhere. And there's always some other bigger threat in the area. So it's very easy to forget, like, okay, this giant spike maiden is coming down at me. Mm-hmm. But I also have to watch out for the death frogs. <laughs> All right, so here's my, my for, first thing. It's coming to my mind. I don't know why it's there. Go for it. Love it. So we take this mm-hmm. and we model an arcade game after it. Now, hear me out. Mm-hmm. Very uh, uh, like whack a mole or like you remember that game that was in arcades that was like it was like a bunch of little spiders and they had the big red button on their back and you had to stomp them when they lit up. Oh yeah. So you you, you got like a fa- you're like a to- like a plastic sword. Mm-hmm. And you got this thing and like when one of the big fake eyeballs light up, you got smacked that. <laughs> and and so like random parts of it are gonna light up and you gotta hit those. But then sometimes it's like ding 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 three go up and you have to do like the real quick like and that's that's the that's the game. As someone uh, whose first job was uh, working in an arcade, I fucking love this. I can. Se- I think we could sell this to Dave and Buster's. Oh, for if sure. You hit, if you hit the throat sack, though, if the throat sack lights up and you hit it with yeah. your plastic sword, you have to feed it all your tickets. Oh, all your tickets. <laughs> Instant death. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have to feed it all your tickets, or it doesn't give you like your little like your your little game card. Mm-hmm. Like, like, like it wipes all of the tokens <laughs> off of it. <laughs> But there's so like, it's like there's sacrifice like multipliers. your tickets. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think look, I think this could be the next sensation sweep in the multination. Nice. Why is there Thank not you. an exclusively fantasy version themed Dave and Busters? Um Like I know Magic what is it? Magination? That was a thing for a little while, wasn't it? Magic uh, Quest. Magic Quest. Magic Quest. Oh, wow. Yeah. Chase, you just unlocked a core memory. <laughs> Fucking magic quest. I gotta look this shit up. I was too old for it by the time I found out that it existed. Magic quest. Great Wolf Lodge? Yep. That's the one. I went in Pigeon Forge. There was one. Holy. uh, My brain. So for people who have no idea what I'm talking about, think of pretty much what i exactly described like yeah. a fantasy dave and busters where like all of the games are wizard themed and when you went there you got a wand and you could essentially level so up good. over the course of multiple visits um i got lost in a magic quest once as that a child sounds- that sounds it right. Just, that just sounds like Evermore, the the, the theme park. In, yeah, but this is Utah just Rio. a children's arcade. Oh, yeah. kill it. No, this, this is at the at the not Kalahari over by Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, Great Wolf Lodge. I love that Great Wolf Lodge is otherwise known as not Kalahari. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, um, good, good pet? Bad pet. Zach? Okay, I, okay. I guess I guess to a certain type of person, mm-hmm. you gotta perhaps. be immune to death. But... You gotta be immune. Well, I guess petri- is, is gotta petrifica- be immune to instant death. <laughs> yeah. So if I come from a different game that doesn't have an instant death meter, I'm fine. Oh, interesting. Mm. Like if I come from yeah, uh, 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 the one of the bad guys from Far Cry show up and goes, hey, I think this could be a good partnership. <laughs> 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 uh, I've never played a Far Cry game. 
they're fine. <laughs> it's uh, Skyrim uh, with guns. Yeah. yeah. I imagine that's what Far Cry sounds like. Yeah, that's yeah, that's well, the man. worst part is you weren't even far uh, off from Far no, Cry. I, I saw the, the, the trailer where the guy's like, I'm going to show you the meaning of insanity. And that's about all yeah. I know. Yeah, no, that's yeah. the guy. That's, I yeah. know in one of them you get a, you get a dog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the America one, I think. That's, that's the America, America one. one. That, you know what? I liked that one. It was all right. I only ever played the, the, the You can, like, call in a blood one. with, like, an airplane or something. Yeah, you can get a helicopter, too. It's neat. Oh, nice. Yeah, All right, shopper. so uh, I guess, yeah, if you're outside of Elden Ring, mm-hmm. you should be fine. <laughs> great pet. Yeah, should be fine. Great, or great pet. if you've got a dungeon that you just don't want anybody in, yeah. just, like, you know just, like, drop a couple basilisk in there, lock it up, you're good. I was going to say, what do they never go eat, in there again. But then I would assume probably people. So, yeah. You can never go mm. in there. So bad pet, good guard thing? Absolutely. There we go. What do basilisk eat? Are they filter so, eaters? I don't know. <laughs> like the hang I, I, Why? Why would they try to kill you, I mm. guess? Because they, 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 they just mean. It, yeah, they, 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 they're just territorial. Like They just like, don't want people in their space. Are you trying to kill me to eat me? It's like, no, I photosynthesize. <laughs> I, I'm totally killing you just to be a but dick. But you're yeah, in like, my house, so... So, this sorry, bud. Dungeon Doctrine. Dungeon Doctrine. The Dungeon Doctrine, as opposed to the Castle Doctrine. Yeah. Um, yeah but no, no I, I think, because sometimes you'll catch them, like, hanging on walls or hanging on the ceiling. Mm-hmm. I think they just eat, like, like dungeon they, lichen. They, like, they the moss and shit that grows on the inside. You walk into a into a dungeon, you see, her. <laughs> and you're like, "What the fuck is that?" And you're like, "What? Why are there two giant eyes looking at us? They don't focus. They don't move. They're just kind of wobbling." No. And then, and then you're, you're overtaken by gas. Exactly. It's like, God, why did I have to be from Elden Ring? <laughs> why did I have to be tarnished? <laughs> Instant death meter stuff. My only weakness. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. having an instant death meter is basically just like a vitamin D deficiency. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, it's you, something yeah. that tarnished are just genetically predisposed to. Yeah. That or you just, like, you're really, uh, uh, what's the word looking for? Like, you have a sensitivity to calcium. <laughs> Your lactose intolerant. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, too much. I'm instant death intolerant. <laughs> Sorry, I'm instant death intolerant. Can you it's make that with soy death instead? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a big fan of almond death. Oh, yeah, man. yeah. It, it, it shows that yeah, you know, I really care about yeah the the you know the livestock. You know, you can get the, the death-free bread over in uh, that one part, that one aisle in Kroger. Yeah. It's it, it it tastes just like regular bread. Yeah, it's just sure. like ten dollars more expensive. Yeah, I found better like like death free bread, but it's at Trader Joe's. So, uh, so like, fifteen dollars yeah. more expensive. P- well, then you go there and you, yeah, but like but like when you shop there, people know you're more environmentally conscious. So tarnished Joe's, tarnished <laughs> Joe's. <laughs> that's pretty good. Maidenless Joe's. Hmm. No, no tarnished Joe's. That's tarnished that's Joe's. whole. Uh, that, whatever the maidenless thing is, maidenless foods, it's Whole Foods. There it is. There you go. Yeah. There it is. There you anyway. Go. All right, so Basilisk. Bad, Basilisk. Good guard thing? Yeah. Good good yeah. utilitarian creature. Yeah, okay. glad we still have those. some of those hanging out in stock. Probably mm-hmm. worth, uh, 
you know, putting putting the the pressure on those just to get them out the door, just because yeah. you know you get a breach on one of those, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. <laughs> it's, all, it's that's that's the whole kitten caboodle. The right. whole kitten and caboodle. Now, uh-huh. moving on. Moving on. Let's move on. Up next, we have the uh, we're going to talk about the Warhawk, Zach. <sighs> okay, so Warhawk. One all right, word. so I'm uh, in my head. Yeah, what I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. Um, like uh, sitting there, um, American flag in the background because you know, some Americans <laughs> we we love we love our war absolutely. Um, uh, and yeah, and, and their hawks. Um, it's got like uh the Vietnam era like helmet on, you know, with like the pack of cigarettes tucked into the the Naturally. thing on the side. Um, and it's got a cigarette sticking out of its... Actually, no, it's sticking out of, like, the nostril part of its beak. It's taking that straight to the dome. Mm. Um, and it's sitting there, and its wings are around two uh, M16s. And they're like... <laughs> um, and that's the Warhawk. Zach oh, got it's got... Way. It's got... Yeah, it's got dog tags. Did I, did I get it? You are so far off. <laughs> nice. All right. Would you like to open the page entitled Warhawk? I will. Uh, Zach, this is a bird with swords for feet. Oh, yeah. That's, um... Hello, this is my friend, Me. He is a hawk who has <laughs> swords for feet. <laughs> the fucking... This was the first creature in the game that got... That made me go, Okay, Dark what? Souls, like... <laughs> I see you. Okay, so this is just a big hawk with knives for feet. Yeah, yeah but... I got... We cannot undersell how big this hawk is. It is uh, no, it the looks size big. of a man. It, it, yeah. I was going to say, it looks roughly horse size. Yeah. But it's just got two fucking Zweihanders for legs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bud. It's like, a, do you ever see the um, the Kingsman movie? Like uh, the, the, regrettably, the, no. There's a, a character, one of the, like the sidekick to the antagonist, who is Samuel L. Jackson with a lisp. She's mm-hmm. got two of like you know like the like the running blade like prosthetic feet. Yeah, but there's swords hidden in them. So nice. If she, if she kicks, the sword like extends out, and they're kind of badass. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's all I'm seeing. Here. <laughs> A little bit here that says uh, warhawks are large bird creatures commonly found in Stormvale Castle. They settle on tree branches and often scavenge on dead corpses, acting just like crows. They are always hostile once they've spotted the player. Mm-hmm. Stormhawks that have had their talons sliced off uh, so that razor-fine swords could be grafted in their place. They react with extreme aggression using their mobility in combination with their deadly talons. Can I um I'm, I'm, uh, change the subject real quick? Yeah. Sure. You know how like people are like, oh, you look super fine. Like, Why aren't people like, oh, man, you look razor-fine, man? I think that's a good. It's a good compliment. Yeah, like, start start it you know, now. You you wearing a nice, you know, like sharp suits. Like, ooh, you look razor fine. <laughs> you gotta do like that hand thing. You know what I'm talking about? It's like, ooh, yeah, mm-hmm. bro, you <laughs> look a razor fine. It's like you're like halfway between on a scale of pit bull to fuck boy. You're right in the middle. <laughs> that's you know what? I'll take it. <laughs> That it illustrates that apparently I have some game, which I thought I had zero. So here we are. <laughs> You're literally married. I mean, yeah, but like I didn't like I I game was I required she, at some point. I think she just took pity on me, as I think what it was. <laughs> anyway, oh hey, um, here we are. 
I have one more addition I'd like to make to bring okay. to your attention, Zach Rob. Mm-hmm. Yes. There are uh, variants of the Warhawk that's where this, like, kind of spiked helmet, and it does, for whatever reason, allow them to breathe fire. Correct. Yeah, I'm seeing an image of it with a helmet on. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now imagine like that thing mask. flies at you and you're like, oh, this is a bird with knives for legs. I know how to deal with this. And then it spits fire at you. I'm also curious. On like the front of its wings, it's got like these metal plate things attached. Do those do anything? Not that I'm aware of. No, I, th- just, I think that's just cruelty. fashion. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm just being mean. Yeah. Uh, oh, if you look at the one, it looks like it's got like an O-ring on it. So I think that's just like a, hey, you're done cutting people up. Get back over here. And then they whip out a carabiner and then it's stuck. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. I mean, like these things have been categorically mistreated. Correct. They did take off its feet and give it swords. And Which while I mean, usually like... giving something swords is a good thing, um, I'm going to go ahead and say it. I normally don't condone removing the feet of things to replace them with swords. What are some other things we could remove the feet of and replace with swords, though? A kangaroo. Oh, fuck. (laughs) That makes it more... Well, it would have to be like... Ostrich. No! (laughs) Um, Have you seen a secretary bird? No. I... No. I need you both to go look this up right now. All right, so a secretary bird, I believe, is a big pink bird of prey that stomps things to death. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> this thing's got gams. Yo, sec- they're brutal. Like, everyone <laughs> go look up a secretary bird right now. Like They're ugh. incredible. Ugh. Oh, yeah. They- they've got the crazy plumage. Yeah. And and they with those legs, they like you know, like a snake will come rolling up to them. And they'll literally just stomp it to death. Hell, yes. So imagine trading those out for swords. Yeah. Yeah. Um, crab. All of Ooh. them. <laughs> <laughs> um, that wouldn't even be that mean. They basically have swords already yeah. for feet. Yeah. It's that just, feels like just a Pokemon. Them, right. See, they, they, they've, they've got, like, prison shanks for legs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Shanks for shanks. Shiv legs. We we replace each of its legs with with sharpened toothbrushes. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, one more, one more round. Um, replacing. Ooh. Um, like maybe like gorillas' legs, because then like they they're oh. like they just do like the all the weights on the hands, and then Ooh. the legs come up, and it's like sicka 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 sicka, and uh, they cut you down. Donkeys. Hmm. Oh no! But just the back legs. The donkey right. kick. Right. The donkey kick becomes the donkey stab. Oh man! The donkey shank. <laughs> um, um, octopi, but just the ends of the tentacles. Mm-hmm. So, so then they're, they're just... like bladed nunchucks. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I need to remember. There, there is an animal I'm thinking of. I need to make sure I remember its name okay. correctly. Uh, the Jabora mouse. Oh, is that the one in, like, uh, Australia that lives in deserts? Yep, it looks like a kangaroo. Yeah. Yep. Aww. It's adorable. Yeah, they're very cute. And I would not, in- I do not endorse any violence against this animal. However, giving it two little daggers for legs. <laughs> ping, 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 ping. Exactly. I can imagine it doing, like, sick, like, jump twists, and it does, like, the splits. Danger parkour. Danger parkour. <laughs> Parkour, the notably safe hobby. 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that the Stormhawks didn't like having their feet taken off and replaced with swords. Oh, However, no. based off how they perform in the game, they are very thrilled to have swords. Yeah. For feet. Like, they they are know how to the use best them. of it. Yeah. And by making the best of it, I mean making me dead several mm. times as I tried to explore a castle. Yeah. There is like, I'm sure there's a there's a method for you know, rescue opportunities mm-hmm. for like wounded storm hawks mm-hmm. and like this can be a potential like prosthesis replacement. Obviously, like, yeah, none of the we we didn't we didn't fuck with these birds at all. No. Don't no, call they, multiversal PETA or whatever the bad version of that is on us. Alright, um so I got one last bit. Okay. Yeah, I think before we move on. So instead of swords, what are you attaching? Hmm. To a bird? To the to um, to, uh, to the bird or to any of the number of creatures we just recommended. Okay. Mm. Hmm. Cast iron skillets. Oh, nice, mm-hmm. nice, very good. Squishmallows. <laughs> nice. Boxing gloves. That's very good. But like the cartoon ones that are on like the little scissor things. Yeah, so they, so like, they can extend out. Extend out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jackhammers. Oh shit, that's pretty good. Um lawn shears. <laughs> that that feels how would they how where's the articulation to close the shears though? Close and open. It's a them. pneumatic that's linked to their muscle uh, activation. I'm into it. Or one on one blade on each leg. Yeah, and, and they can volunteer so it's still swords we're still talking about swords but they, but they can, can voluntarily injure. invert them and like link them together like kitchen scissors Ooh. yeah and so they that's can you know essentially just do that of their own volition that's pretty good that's pretty good blenders oh snap <laughs> okay 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 smoothie right, what, hawks what was that smoothie hawks smoothie blenders hawks. oh okay gotcha hi welcome right. to smoothie hawks what can i get started for you all right last thing that I can think of is pogo sticks. Mm. Moving on. Very good. <laughs> um, so, great. Done with Warhawks. Zach, we did, I think, fire Douglas. So, give me oh, a... S- l- when did that happen? That was so quick. What happened? What did he do? Did you send a text? Is that what you did? No, no, I'm just saying, like, he's not in the booth. Oh, he's, like, gone. Yeah. And, like, we were... I mean, like, we were landing on... Pretty. We laid it on pretty I mean, heavy. you, you yeah, did yeah. tell him to pack up his stuff. He might yeah. still be. Yeah, packing. it was for safety. All I'm saying is oh. just real quick. I, I'm just I'm gonna hop out uh, out out into the the and start the ad to start the ad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So okay. Oh, okay. I'll be I'll be right back. Oh, awesome. So uh, yeah, uh, folks, we're gonna go to an ad mm-hmm. um, and deal and with this whole Douglas situation. Probably get a new intern. Which button probably is yeah. It? We'll, the uh, the blue blue I one. Can't hear you. The blue one. What? The blue one. He can't. He can't. We'll just go to. We'll just go to an ad. Hey guys, we are. We we're we're cutting. We're cutting. We're cutting. Got it. Still using ordinary pet litter? Why bother when you could be using Litteraline? Litteraline is the premier pet litter for all your magical, monstrous, and otherwise magnificent pets. We at Litteraline not only bring harmony between scent and user, we bring alignment between pet and owner to a whole new level. Talk about chaotic good. 
Trying not to disrupt the workplace with your office imp? Try Lawful Neutral Printer Parchment. Adjusting to changes with your lycanthropy? Try Chaotic Good Musty Tavern. Your Yeti looking for some Christmas in July? They're sure to love neutral good mulled wine. Just don't give a fuck? We've got Chaotic Evil Renaissance Fair Porta Potty just for you sickos. In addition, all purchases of Literaline come with a pack of our new waste bags of holding, so the next time your blink dog drops a deuce on a walk, you can whisk that waste away to its own scent neutral pocket dimension. Call 1 800 Pet Shop to order now and start realigning the way your pet does business. Literaline, a scent for all kinds. Okay, I think you figured it's it out. It's all good. Adds cool. All. Okay. Oh, sure. Cool. Good, good, good. We're good. I think, I, I think I, all the levels are still good and everything. See? So. Nah, not as easy it. as we thought it was. I, you know what? I, You know, you let somebody else do it for a little while, you forget what it's like to like have your hands in it, you know? Yeah. But, like, I, I can't, I'm like, Zach, we run this company. I can't apologize to an intern. It just won't happen. But, uh, but yeah. 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 It would make us look, it'd make us look weak. Can't have that. Just can't have it. <laughs> anyway. Hey, Mr. G, we're definitely not becoming um, tyrannical businessmen. No, absolutely um, in not. In your absence. That's not, um, that's not what this no, is y- about. Y- you've got that alpha mindset going yeah. on, and I'm really appreciating that's that. That's right. No betas here. <laughs> you're operating from a, from a prosperity standpoint, and I respect the hell out of it. Look, we've um, had at least two out of four past episodes where we f- talk heavily about eating the rich. So, like, mm-hmm. we're that type of neutral where it's equal parts both extremes. Absolutely. Yeah. We, we, what is what, what, what is that Bo Burnham says? You need to reject both sides to live yeah. a healthy middle. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, what's next on the docket, friends? So I think, you know, since we've, uh, you know, we're taking a look at some of the more, what's the word I'm looking for, uh, quintessential uh, Elden Ring staples, especially mm-hmm. from that early part of the game. Oh yeah, you can't have an Elden Ring without a giant land octopus. Yeah, this is incredibly true. These things freaked my bean super hard when I first uh-huh. saw one. Like not in like a what the fuck kind of way, just like ah, there's the big scary thing that I don't know how to kill yet. Great, uh-huh. great, 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 great. Uh, so so Zach, before we we open the proverbial door here into the land octopus chamber. What do you think this looks like? Um, I, I don't like the question because it just says a giant land octopus. Yeah, so no, I would assume funny. a big octopus on land. I, that's your final answer? <laughs> I, think so, I think so. So you're not far off. Why don't you go ahead and open up that tab Oh, and just scroll no. on down to the bottom there and look to at this. Bottom? Oh, Absolute no. mess of tentacles with a Why? beak. <laughs> it doesn't have an actual like body. It's just tentacle. Yep. yep. Toe to tip. <laughs> From tip it's to just tip. Just tentacle with one beak. <laughs> From tent to tent. One beak. It's all beaky down there. It's, it's, <laughs> hey, bud. It's all beaky down there. That's the, not the first time we've said that on the show either. Correct. <laughs> it is... It's like 80 per- 85% tentacle, 10% beak, 5%. Ugh. Yeah, 5% regrowing. Yeah, that's fair. Because it does, it does regrow if you don't kill it fast enough. 
uh, to read from the from, from from our friends at Fextra Life. Fast, aggressive, and deadly, these larger land octopuses are a force to be reckoned with. They often use their tentacles to attack, and cutting them off is often a temporary solution as they can quickly grow it back. No, I'm good. No thanks. <laughs> Which, to be fair, early game correct option. Early game correct option is avoid. Yeah, yeah. You don't. You nope out. Which is a ga- a lesson that the game teaches you within like twenty minutes of starting. Not with this. Yeah, but with the tree sentinel. Yeah, yeah. How uh, how often do you see its beak? Because apparently they take uh, uh, reduced damage to all areas except their beak. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like they like if you can like really stab it in the beak, you can get like a critical hit on it, and kind of the fight's won. Yeah, um, but it's getting you got to go right up into the beak to do so. The like, beak, the, yeah, notably dangerous. <laughs> you gotta get all up in that beak. 10% beak, 20% more beak, 15% concentrated power of beak, 5% beak, 50% tentacle, and 100% reason to run the fuck away. Get the fuck out of there, yeah. Oh, God. Great pet. I'm going to go ahead and argue right now. Okay, how are you arguing that? Cite, cite specific examples. Um, good. For, uh, most of the planet's water, so okay. You know they'll be they'll be. There's lots of environ environs for them. It's true. Lots All you need is a little bit of water. Mm-hmm. They do uh, are are only found in like ponds and lakes and whatnot. Mm-hmm. A lot of shoreline opportunities mm-hmm. here. Good like designer sort of pet. I think you know like you're going to the beach. You know, those hot LA Especially summers. if you go with the little guys. Like, if you, you start the, them off small. Yeah, the little... There's, you, baby, there's baby versions, Zach. Yeah, Is you, that helpful? I mean, no. We could... It would be unethical to 100% pull a teacup pig kind of situation and right. sell off some of the little guys as uh, as teacup land octopuses. They're all going to grow up into the big ones, just like <laughs> teacup pigs. There's no such thing as a teacup pig. Yeah. It's just piglets. Yeah. It's just a small yeah. pig. It's just a small yeah. pig, and they get big. Yeah, I. Uh, this is particularly awful for me because I had just finished reading this book series um, where are these things called the Undyne, and they're like octopus, but they're all tentacle. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and they jump on you, um, yep. and they, yeah. they've got one very like quick spike that they stick it in your skull and they suck your brain out of it. Oh, oh you see, that's the difference because these things do like they can spike you. No, they'll munch. Like they they'll, just munch. They're stone cold munching. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, these guys will like you'll you. The pro strat I have found for dealing with these things when you got when you gotta put down a giant land octopus. Yeah, you hop on the back of a horse and then you just like ride around it in circles and you hope you are moving fast enough that it's not gonna <laughs> get you. Yeah, I literally just run into its gob and two hand power attack it, and that I can I can just stagger lock it. Until oh, it's dead, go. yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, but don't kill mm-hmm. them in this setting, in this context. Yeah, no. What well, yeah. like the you? This do... is not the lands between. Correct. This is everywhere else in the multiverse. Exactly. This is Zach and Griffin's multiversal pet shop. And if you're yeah. buying a giant land octopus, you, you treat it with respect. God damn it! Absolutely. 
we check up on that kind of shit. We yeah. do. Yeah, we have at-home visits. <laughs> You'll never know we were there. Make mm-hmm. a note to start at-home visits. Got it. No, I got it. Mm-hmm. It's already, I already wrote gotcha. it down. You're, you know me so well. Okay, Google. Remind me to start at-home visits. <laughs> okay, Griffin. I'll remind you to do at-home visits. Oh, shh. Google, shh. <laughs> uh, they'll eat anything. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Cool. They'll eat anything. Like an Otug? Probably. Mm-hmm. Just throw out the trash, it'll eat it. Yeah. Yeah. Um uh, no one's not... gonna no one's gonna mess with you anymore. Oh no. You get one of these bad boys in your front lawn. One, say you... goodbye to that front lawn. <laughs> like, you, you're see. not you will need to re- renovate your entire property to accommodate because this thing is large. You won't have to spend money on landscaping anymore. How large is large? Oh, um, I would about maybe... twenty feet across any direction. Yeah, I was gonna say D and D sizes probably huge. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty huge. Yeah. It is a giant land octopus. Well, because like giant squids honestly aren't that big. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, like yeah. Colossal squid though. Forget yeah. <laughs> Forget about it. I know a fair amount about squid. Anyway, this thing is awful. Can we not talk about it anymore? I think that's a good idea. But Zach, I want to talk about it more. Okay, well, you get three more declarative statements about this octopus. Great. Um, Gives great hugs. Okay. Okay, noted. Uh, This one's a little weird, but this is a real thing in the game where they drop... Uh, land octopus ovaries, which have several crafting uses. Mm-hmm. Like what? Um, let me pull that up real quick. You can use them to make uh, medicine to prevent you from bleeding out, uh, as well as uh, basically as different types of seasoning for uh, consumables to give you uh, uh, like buffs against like other status effects like poison and shit. I want to go to, a, like, a French restaurant, and they, like, bring out, like, some chicken cordon bleu, and mm-hmm. they're like, wait, 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 we forgot to put the octopus ovaries on there. Oh. And they and, and they bring out, like, a grater, and... <laughs> oh, you don't... Oh, no, you don't grate the ovaries. They're a delicacy eaten whole and raw. Sorry, you, you, you put the chicken cordon bleu in there. There you go. It goes ah. in the ovary. <laughs> 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 All, right. All right. Last declarative statement. Uh, Sell me on it. They Send just me home na- with one of these. They hmm? nasty. Ah, oh, get nasty, <laughs> they, y'all. They nasty. Uh, yeah. I don't know uh, if you're if you're thinking about getting one of these things. I guess you should just um, ask yourself uh, a big question that uh, posed by one. Justin McElroy of the McElroy Brothers, which is, how nasty do you want it? How nasty do you want it? And uh, if it's very nasty, by all means, we'll hook you up. And if you Can want we... something nastier, we've got that for you, too. Oh, yes, oh, we no. do. Uh, oh. Last critter on the docket is a uh, finger creeper. Okay. Um... Now, Zach, fingers pr- uh, play a prominent role in the Elden Ring game. 
Mm-hmm. There's an entity called the Two Fingers. Your like, uh, your like, uh, level up person is uh, known as a finger maiden. It's a predominant. It's a predominant thing. Uh, you have like is a there some sort seal. of weapon called the? Is there a weapon called the finger blaster? <laughs> no, but there is something that fits that description. Uh, okay. Did you um, ever get that thing, Chase? I never did. The cannon. Yeah. What's yeah? It called? It's, a fin- it's a it's a finger blaster. Elden ring. It's like the magic jug, I think. <laughs> oh, it's the ring to finger hammer. That oh, maybe not. Anyway, we'll 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 circle back to that. Huh. Uh, Zach, this thing's okay. called the finger oh, creeper. Wow. Okay. Um. So, you both seen Cabin in the Woods? Yes. Yeah. It's been a rip, but yeah. You remember? Um. Like after at the end, spoilers for Cabin in the Woods, everyone. Starting. Now, at the end, when they go down to the little headquarters and all the monsters have torn through, um, but, uh, no, sorry, it was before that, when they come down to the elevator, because there was the zombie hand from mm. the one zombie that uh, uh, Marty tore apart with the with the, tro- with the trowel, mm-hmm. um, but then the, the, the guy gets knocked unconscious, and then the zombie hand comes up and, like, grabs his face, and, mm. but it's just the zombie hand. It's like just a hand, and it's like a hand creeper, or whatever it's called from a D and D. No, it's like it's like that, but um, but more. Yeah. Okay. Here, go here ahead. I've, go. I've prepared. I've prepared some supplementary images for you, Zach. Good. Yeah, this one is in want. There it is. Uh. And then, if you really want a good idea of the anatomy, here's this. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, no. So for those of you who are not in this Discord call. I'll go ahead and I'll just get rid of that one for you. Yeah. Oh, God. This is like, what if you took two hands and just put them together? It's like two. It's worse because it's like two and a half hands. Yeah. It's a lot of finger action going I got a there. question to ask. Yeah, uh-huh. bud. Who the fuck put the rings on this thing? <laughs> so that George ring R. R. Finger... Martin ostensibly. Fuck you, George. That is not a bit. He is a primary con- creative contributor to Elden Ring. Correct. I know. It's like him and Miyazaki. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, not not that Miyazaki, but the other Miyazaki. Different, oh, there's a different Miyazaki? There's a different Miyazaki. Yeah. I don't know if there's a different f- yeah, famous there's, there's, creator of things. Yeah, there's Princess Mononoke Miyazaki, and then there's Dark Souls Miyazaki. Oh. Yeah, those are two dudes. I didn't know that there were. Uh, it was a different. I, I didn't know who made the first Dark Souls. Yeah, so. it, yeah, a guy. Uh, what it, what is his? Uh, Taka Miyazaki. Hidetaka. Yeah, not How Miyazaki. Oh, that makes me feel a lot less magical about this world. Then <laughs> it's still pretty magical. Fucking RR's got his hands on it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you his, not see the terrifying finger monster? His in front big, of us? his big multi-fingered hands. This is exactly what George R. R. Martin's hands look like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> George, I think you gotta go see someone, but <laughs> So that ringed finger hammer thing I was telling you about, Zach? It is that yeah. big ringed middle finger that you can wield as a weapon. <laughs> and oh, it does shoot no. a laser. Oh, it's I a, didn't so it's know a, that. So it, it's, it's a finger blaster. I think it's I, like, I think it's, yeah, Chase, I think it's weapon art or like it's charged power attack or something literally shoots like a, a laser out of the gem of the ring. That's very good. Yeah. I yeah. was right. No, I was thinking there is a, like, a literal, like, two-handed bazooka 
oh. magic jug that you can get in in Elden Ring. Yeah, though this thing is its finger, but you wield it as a weapon. That's mm-hmm. pretty funny. So yeah. the finger creeper, uh, they're grotesque creatures comprised of gigantic disembodied hands grafted together and given life. Their behavior and method of traversal uh, are highly reminiscent of a spider. Mm-hmm. Uh, extremely grotesque creatures resembling malformed hands with many fingers. They often lie in wait, crushing victims as they pass by and can fire immobilizing projectiles from the ring on their finger. So um, what, well, what? Yeah, go ahead, Chase. Oh, I was going to say, my favorite thing about these is your introduction to them. Because at least for me, it was there is a gauntlet of lasers that you have to run through to get to this castle. And you reach like a save point, And it's like, okay, cool. Usually the way these things go, it's like really intense bit. And then there's like a kind of a cool down period mm. after that. And then I'm walking into the castle. And then this thing just scurries up out of the mist. Yeah. No warning, no little guys to start off with, because there's, again, little versions of these, too. But again, this thing is about the same size as those giant land octopuses. Uh, Accidental big boys episode pretty much here, (laughs) Uh, with the exception of the basilisk. All of these things are rather large. Yeah, I like it at all. Yeah, and it just out of nowhere will come up, either smack you or shoot you with its magical fucking ring fingers. It's terrible. I love it. Ring fingers. Ring fingers. I can't do that very well. You can't hold your you can't hold your ring finger up on your on its own. No, no, my ring finger and my my pinky are very connected. <laughs> <laughs> I there's some section of the game where there's like you know items that will on the ground will appear as little shinies that you can go over and pick up, mm-hmm. and oftentimes they'll be positioned. Like, the finger creeper will be underground, and, like, just its little fingertips will be poking up out of the dirt, and the shiny's in the palm, and you go up and you grab the shiny, and then it just goes, whack and grabs you. Oh, no. Yeah, they're uh, real bastards. Great pet. Mm-hmm. What? Okay. I don't, I don't believe you. I don't think they need food, so think of the cost saved there. Mm-hmm. Okay, what, what would you do with this pet? Cuddle a lot. It's like a big hand hug all the time. It, yeah, it's, a, it, it's just there to give you back scratchies. Ooh, <laughs> see, that's really good, though. Um, horse alternative. <laughs> Ride this motherfucker into town. Anything's a mount if you try hard enough. Imagine the Wild West movie where like someone comes up on a horse and gets out to meet someone in the main road at high noon, and everyone's just... <laughs> And someone's like, someone's like, stampede! It's one guy <laughs> on a fucking hand. Oh, whoa man. there! <laughs> good phalanges. Oh, Zach. <laughs> oh, very good, Zach. Oh my god! All right, stay here, phalanges. Transcendent. <laughs> yeah, one of the fingers like you know, like sits there and like bends on the ground, and you just kind of like a like a fucking banister, yeah, like slide down <laughs> to the ground. Yeah, and you'd be the Some- coolest, most feared person in that wild west town. Someone looking for me. The saddle's <laughs> just a fingerless glove. <laughs> <laughs> And then, uh, yeah, you have a shootout. 
But then, but then, it, it, the, the, your your enemy gets a surprise because not only do you have a gun, but your hand is holding a gun. <laughs> it's got That's because right. it's like it's basically two whole hands. It's got several yeah. guns. Yeah, it's got it's just strapped to the underside of the palm, mm-hmm. and then when the moment comes, it just grabs the gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just actually bah! cannon. Hand yeah, it, cannon. A hand, hand cannon. Yeah, this thing could carry that, like a siege weapon. Yeah, the the mini ring finger just tilts up and a cannon fires from underneath. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude! Way to go, phalanges! All right, so <laughs> bad pet, great movie star. Mm. Oh, definitely. And mm-hmm. then and then you can still include the thing at the bottom of the credits that says no animals were harmed in the making of this film because this thing is, a, is an atrocity. Yeah. Correct. Oh, you seen that new 12 Finger Phalanges movie? <laughs> yeah, it was pretty and- good. I liked the part where it. I thought it was just going to be a normal movie about some cowboys, but then this fucking monster was part, like central to it. And by the end of it, I loved the monster. So, I mean, they did a good job. Mm-hmm. You know, I think the man was the real monster the whole time. <laughs> the whole time. Ladies and gentlemen, the winner of the 2027 Oscar for Best Lead Actor, 12 Fingers Phalanges, for his work in You Won't Die Today Because I've Got a Hand. <laughs> for, his, for his great work in Giving You the Finger. For his work in... Shake hands, make up. I can't. <laughs> and his work in 12 Digits to Noon. Ooh, that's pretty Ooh. good. Chase nailed it. He's got it. We did it. Yes. There's something There's something in there about a clock and, like, the big hand and the little hand on the clock. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, let's see if we can maybe get, like... You know who I think we gotta get Seth Rogen to produce, right? Seth Rogen to produce. He, yeah. he's got that. It's kind of got that like wacky absurdist. Um, yeah, exactly. Vibe. Who plays opposite uh, uh, Twelve Fingers? Oh, um, let's see. As the writer? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like as the cow. As, as, okay. the, as the the other the main cowboy. protagonist. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. And if we're going for kind of like the Gonzo Seth Rogen kind of vibe, what about Owen Wilson? Mm, wow! <laughs> yeah. Wow, Flange. I mean, we know he can do a sm- cowboy. You're a smooth ride. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then that, and then jo- yeah. Jonah Hill could be funny. Uh-huh. Um, uh, Kumail Nanjiani could that's, be very funny. That's the one. Kumail Nanjiani would be very great. I, I feel like um, Kumail Nanjiani is too much of a straight man. He 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 like he could play the he fair. could play the villain. Ooh, that'd be very good. Mm, the antagonist. Um, if we're looking for someone, maybe a little more femme. Um, hmm. Aubrey Plaza. Aubrey Plaza. Yeah, Ooh. Aubrey Plaza could be interesting. Um, who else would be fun? Um, oh God, what's uh, uh Stephanie Beatriz? Mm. Um, Rosa from uh, Brooklyn yeah. Nine Nine. Would be could be funny. Last person, Zoe Deschanel. So yeah, actually, that's the one right there. <laughs> yep, yep, correct. Hey everyone, this is my hand. Okay, 
so is this an entirely like played straight cowboy movie except it's zoe de chanel riding a hand is the yes uh, yeah yeah okay okay <laughs> entirely, yeah. entirely accurate yes okay yeah. good yep no one references it. anything about it it's just the one weird thing and nobody makes note of it and there's no other hand monsters in the world oh no 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 this is, Griff, this I feel is like we one. every once in a while we just like get on a spree of film inspiration. Yeah, as I think your last the last time we did the PI film. This time we're doing we're doing a western. Yeah, with Winston Duke and Dame. <laughs> yeah, with <laughs> Dame Judy Dench was the last one we did. It was a very I, I I think it was a very good idea. Yeah, no, that one's um, absolute slam dunk. Now I'm here for this uh, uh, Seth Rogen pro- Seth Rogen produced Zoe Deschanel versus Kumail Nanjiani uh, a cowboy thriller. Can I put the cherry on this? Can yes. I put the cherry okay. on this? Yes. Directed by okay. Wes Anderson. Oh, I, you know what? I think we've got it. We've got we. we I, I have the bottle uh, corked. We have the lightning trapped inside. I Excellent. want to hear about freshman film students talk about this film as a masterpiece. Correct. It's an utter masterpiece. I that- want to see Wes Anderson make this asymmetric hand monster fit into his entirely <laughs> symmetrical cinemata- cinemagraphic style. Well, that's very fair. Extremely good. I'm here for it. You know, I think that's the winner. I think we made it. Yeah, and that that, that is actually perfect because... I don't want to look at this thing anymore. Well, there's that. And also, I really do have to be going. You know, you... You guys, oh gotta, sure, oh sure. I've, I've, yeah, we I've, got a bit. We got a business to run. You, you got a business to run. I got business to run. I got the, I got the world to populate. You know what? Yeah. What people what, what, what to review? Going on. So yeah. I'm gonna let you guys go and all let right. all these fine listeners go as well. Great, um, great, great. And uh, we should probably go ahead and get that. Uh, what's the get 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 y'all new intern too? You, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. they. Oh, it's. It's a revolving door. It's a here. it's a revolving door. That, yeah. I'm I'm as a courtesy to you both. I'm not gonna check the glass door for like mm. another six months. Okay, I'll just be honest. There's no saving us on glass door. Okay. Yeah, but but think of it this way: glass door only exists in one dimension. So that's really? true. That's true. And we're in all of them. That's true. All of them, baby. So, uh, the, the, th- you know what? Thanks, Mr. G, thanks, for, Mr. For, sto- G. for stopping by. Yeah. Happy yeah. to do it. I really, I should stop in again at some point in the near future. Oh, but, sure. Yeah. Just like, you know, we have, we have teams. Like, yeah. you can just teams me. I'll teams you. Yeah. Just let me know that you're just like, hey, swinging by later this afternoon, do lunch. And I'll be like, great. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, ha- well, yeah, we'll have some brought in. It'll awesome. be awesome. Nice. Yeah. Really, you should let us know in advance so that we can have the food brought in. Yeah, we'll mm, cater. You know? we'll cater. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, you know cater. what? I will let you know. Um, I think a I think a crin branch might be in our future here pretty soon. So maybe maybe when when we open the crin branch. All right. Yeah. That's oh, uh, that's oh. the Dragonlance world. Oh, I didn't. I did see. I didn't know that. Oh yeah. No. We are we are officially getting Dragonlance this year. Oh, I am. We got. I am we have lots to hell. There's a whole uh, a whole new book just dropped, and we're getting we're Spelljammer. Yeah, Spelljammer. It's all over the place. Sky's the limit, literally. Yeah, sky and beyond. No limit. There, it's, the ball is no rolling limits. up. 
The ball is rolling up. Um, awesome. Well, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks, Mr. G. Yeah, yeah. Happy and thank you it. all for listening to yeah, another yeah. episode of Zach and Griffith's Multiversal Pet Shop. Uh, if you have any suggestions about other forms of media, video games, animations, books that you want us to explore and put our pet shop stank on, you can uh, reach out to us at Pet Shop Cast on Twitter. Slide into our DMs. They're nice and slippery and well Oh, paved. nice and slippery. Yeah, yeah. If you like us, you want to support us, yeah, you know, just give us a like, a review, a subscribe, whatever you you can do, do it. Yeah. By all means. Tell a friend about us. Just, go just to our one. Patreon. Yeah. Just Patreon. one friend. Just one friend. Tell one friend. Tell one stranger, even. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just be like, hey, this show's pretty cool. You should check it out. And they'll probably be like, yeah, maybe. And then they'll forget, because it's a podcast. Next time you're on public transport and you've got, you know, you're, you queue up our show and you take one of your earbuds out and you just look to the stranger next to you and say, hey, you know what show I'm listening Listen to? This. And they say, fuck off. I'm trying to read the paper. And you say, Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop, available where you can, where you can download podcasts. Also, who still reads a paper? The old man who takes the bus every day, Chase. Yeah, and, and then you put duct tape over your earbud. You put it in their ears, slip the <laughs> duct tape down. And then they listen to the episode. Anyway, don't actually do that. We're not liable. We're not liable. Anyway, we love you all very, very much. <laughs> we'll be seeing you in two weeks with another episode. I've been Griffin. I've been Zach. I've been Mr. G. And just remember, folks, at the end of the day... Chase, do you want to say it? Of course I do. It's all about love, baby. It's all about it's all love, love tarnished. <laughs> don't Get yourself a maiden tarnished. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all for listening to episode 91 of Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. A special thanks to our guest, Chase Greenlee, who you can find on Twitter at TQLoudly and all across Ghostlight Media. If you enjoyed the show, consider leaving us a review or telling a friend about us. You can find us as part of the Ghostlight Media Network over at ghostlightmedia.net or on Twitter at PetShopCast. On our website, you can find links to our merch store and Patreon page, which helps support all of the Ghostlight Media shows and everyone who works on them. Speaking of which, thank you to our patrons Jeremy, Patrick, and Ice Deer Brewing for your continued support. We'd like to thank Nicole Tuttle Rob for making our theme song. You can find Nicole on Twitter at Nicole Voice and on These Silent Secrets as part of Ghostlight Media. We'd also like to thank our friend Rin for voicing the ads you hear on the show. You can find Rin on Twitter at Rin underscore Moran and on the Imprinted Echoes podcast, also part of Ghostlight Media. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode. Until then, just remember, listening to any Ghostlight Media show is not maidenless behavior. So you're good! Bye! This has been a Ghostlight Media production.